Wait, wait, wait. You've never seen Paid in Full. A low down dirty shame. Acrimony. It's yes. Christmas. No, I don't think I have. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Does It Hold Up? Where we watch all those black films you know and love. Oh, wait. Yeah, nobody talks about this movie. <laughs> At the end, I was like, hey, Joe. Um. <laughs> and we ask. Does it hold up? Does it hold up? So then guys, we have to ask now, does it hold up? Now, on to the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to Lyndon's Corner. I actually have a guest that I'm very excited to talk to today. We have Deshauna. Um, and we're going to go over, you know, her music interests, what she does, the people that she talks to, the community that she's in. So first of all, thank you, Deshaun, no for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. So for everybody out there, please let us know exactly what you do, you know, when you started getting involved in it, what you like most about it. We're going to get into all of it. Okay. <laughs> now, if I were to describe what I do I hate to say it, but I'm a vinyl influencer. I hate using the term influencer because now it's just become such a saturated title. But I guess I was doing it before it actually became influencing, became a thing. I mm -hmm. work with a company named Vinyl Me Please, as well as other record companies, um, Atlantic Records. I've done some work with them here and there. Now it sounds like name oh, wow. I've done a little work here and there. <laughs> Um, and essentially what I run is a vinyl Instagram companies will send me records. I'll listen to them, take photos with them. And that just happened out of me having a hobby and collecting records and people noticing that and me posting and people just saying, Hey, can we just help you fund your habit? And I'm, I'm not going to say no. So, oh, wow. And then, so for the vinyls that these record labels are sending to you, is it artists that you already listen to? Is it just an artist that they would like to promote a bit more? How exactly does so that work? So what happens is most of the time it's artists that I already listen to. They'll probably send me a list and it'll be about 10 records. And they'll say, Hey, what would you like to, what would you like to post this month? Some months I will post nothing because I'm like, I don't like any of these things. And then other months I'm like, I will take five of those. Thank you very much. So it depends. Um, but mostly it's, it's stuff that I listen to. I wouldn't post anything or review anything that I haven't listened to or has my backing. If I don't like it at all, I'll probably send them a message and say, thank you so much for being interested. But I don't, I don't think I post this. Okay. So then do you, is this a really good way then for you, since obviously you're interested in music, to be able to expand like your music interests and the people you listen to. So these vinyls that you're receiving, are they of records that you've already heard before? Or is it like you listen to it before you review it? So it's a little bit of a mix of both. The background on my interest in music, I guess, my mom is fairly young. So I grew up on like 90s hip hop and R&B. So Biggie, <laughs> Pac and all that. That's what I grew up on. And then towards high school, I went to a uh, high school in the suburbs of which I was introduced to a lot of uh, alternative music. And then also <laughs> through high school, I was introduced to like Broadway and, and like reggaeton and just like a lot of different genres. Um, so I've always been interested in um, very eclectic, a, a sort of an eclectic background of different genres. And through, through this, sometimes if I don't know an artist, but I'm maybe a little bit familiar with them, 
I'll do some background. I'll take a listen and then I'll write them and say, Hey, uh, do you think you could send me that record? So I think it's a little bit of both. I'm already have a very eclectic taste in music, but it definitely does help being within the vinyl community, having a lot of, um, discovering new artists and genres as well. No, amazing. And because essentially now, you know, working with these record labels, it's kind of like you said, them helping you fund like your hobby that you're already doing. So tell me a bit more about how you actually got into vinyl collections. I know like vinyls had a really big resurgence, especially in like the 2010 with the rise of alternative music. Um, so yeah, just explain like how you got into it, how you actually started your Instagram account. What was it like at first? So my origin begins with me collecting records prior to um, prior to having my Instagram or having anything. I knew I wanted to collect records, but I didn't know where to start. I didn't even have a turntable. I was like gifted records by friends because mm. they knew that something that eventually that I wanted to get into. So I've been collecting records for probably about a year and a half through friends. And then uh, finally an ex of mine had actually bought me a turntable. Um, so for Christmas and I was like, oh, perfect. This is awesome. Um, so through then I started making YouTube videos, reviewing, you know, records and I had joined a record club. I was mm -hmm. online. I don't know where to start because when you first start collecting something that's already been established for a number of years, it's like, you don't know where mm -hmm. it's like trying to merge on a highway, you know, things are already going on. You don't <laughs> know sort of where to get into. Um, so I Googled record club, you know, just starting off that initially I found Vinyl Me Please and I uploaded a YouTube video of me reviewing like my first month and what Vinyl Me Please is, is a record subscription service. And what they do is they give you like their start was giving you one record a month. They were like, if you have a record collection, you need, we need you to listen to this record. It's essential for oh, you wow. to have it and they'll send it to you. So that's how I was like, oh, perfect. Someone telling me what I need to build my collection. This is awesome. So I joined the club. <laughs> I re reviewed the YouTube video. And they saw it and they said, wow, this is awesome. They said, can we essentially keep sending you records and you sort of reviewing them? And I was like, yeah, you know, I've been enjoying the club. This is awesome. So through that, I have, was hosting events for them in New York. And then through That's that, amazing. I started my Instagram page. So it's, it's definitely built over the years. And I've met so many incredible people through it as well. I was hosting events in Philly for, for a period of time before, before COVID, I was hosting listening parties once a month where people would come, we'd give away records, we would drink and listen to music. So that's, that's sort of been the journey of just me having this interest and people, people admiring my interests within this and it just blooming into something that's really beautiful. I think now I have probably around like 700 records or so. That I love that. I think that's honestly amazing. And it's clear that you've been able to have such support like through a community. I mean, Vinyl Me Please sounds like a great idea. I've always wanted to get into vinyls, but I'm kind of in the same boat as you were initially where I just don't have it's a hard. record player or a turntable yeah, or anything. Yeah. yeah, but no, I think that's great. And then, of course, too, because we try to center around Black women and Black experiences. So what is it like being, you know, a Black woman in the vinyl space? Is it really accepting? Are there a lot of other Black women out there? Um, is it like a lot of other spaces that tend to be predominantly white tell us a bit about that. so that is always an interesting aspect because for people who are vinyl collectors and i want to throw out numbers and i want to also say that these are completely fabricated and there is no research behind this but from my perspective <laughs> if you have like a hundred percent scale 
of the vinyl collecting community, I would say like 20% is women. And then like even smaller percentage, it's such a male dominated genre and they're sort of like the gatekeepers I don't even want to say gatekeepers because now it's like 2021 and women are like get you know we're just over that but a majority of the people who collect and you know through Instagram and stuff I see a majority of people who collect are white cis men but thankfully within Mm. the community of the women who are in it it's just such a beautiful supportive community because we know we're such a minority within the community that every single woman has sort of got each other's back I've met so many incredible women who are absolutely brilliant. These collectors who are these managers of these record stores and work in A&R and have these different backgrounds. And they're just like these awesome women who have just a kick-ass taste in music. Um, but there is also a Instagram called Black Women Love Vinyl. Um, and I believe that was... Yeah, they're, they're incredible. And I believe it was started by Alexandria Sade and she's incredible and it's just a platform for black women in the vinyl community to showcase their collections and some of their favorite records and it definitely brings a lot of joy to the timeline oh, i love that especially too because so i guess not very often do you get to see black women just having fun <laughs> just listening to music hanging out um a lot of these well i guess another question is too like so for me personally i grew up in a predominantly white space. I grew up in, in a PWI. It seemed pretty alienating. I didn't have that many black women in my life. So was this an opportunity for you, you know, depending on how you grew up to meet like additional like black women and connect with them in that way? Um, that is interesting. I only because I feel like that is that is such a good question, but it's also very loaded. Because yes. I feel <laughs> like because I feel like record collecting itself is one of those like and and maybe you will relate to this or maybe you won't but just growing up in spaces like that because I went to high school during a time of where you know my high school was majority white and uh, Mm -hmm. sort of developing as a person within that space uh this is sort of considered like an alternative hobby you know so you you had those things in high school that people are like oh yeah that's kind of like a white thing to do or something you know such like that I've heard that before so yeah so I mean it because it's such a like white male dominated thing, um, it, it I, I'm thankful for the women and, and especially the black women who I've met through it. But I don't. I, that is such a good mm-hmm. question. It's like how I I don't know. I've met I've met incredible black women through this. That's the thing that I'm like thankful of. But I don't know if it's like a thing of it's like when you're when you're like in a space and you're like the only black people in the room and you sort of like lock eyes lock with eyes, one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. That's interesting. I have been there many times. (laughs) No, but I think it's amazing. And even too, like, even though it is a space, like you said, that is predominantly male dominated to be able to meet other black women in that space where, you know, like you said, even if it's just, you know, we happen to be the only two black people in the room, we locked eyes, became best friends. Like that's still a way to meet additional people and, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone to enjoy openly the things that you enjoy even though like you said quote unquote it might be you know a bit too white in comparison to like what other people's beliefs are about you know black people and everything I I know personally from firsthand experience I was in orchestra for most of my schooling life and people were very confused about that (laughs) yes people are always going to say something though so you just kind of have to pursue your interests and do things for yourself 
which I'm still discovering, you know, you're sort of chipping away at that every day. Mm-hmm. But through this, you know, I'm, I'm allotted to, to just have an hobby that I enjoy very much, which I'm thankful. To I love that. And then I guess I just have two rapid fire questions for you. So in terms of vinyl collecting, the hobby as a whole, so I want to know two things. Number one, what is your favorite or favorite vinyls, if you have multiple ones? And two, even if it's not your favorite musically, what do you think are the prettiest vinyls that you have within your collection? So I think my favorite vinyl record that I have, and it's hard because you have so many and each record you have a history behind it. Like I know, you know, if I was gifted a record, who I was gifted it by, if I bought something, you know, where I bought it. So there's a specific memory behind each one. But if I had to have a favorite record, it would have to be the soundtrack to Romeo Must Die. Um, are you familiar oh, with that at I actually all? I don't know what that is. So it was a movie that came out in like, I want to say either like late 90s, early 2000. And it had um, Jet Li, uh, DMX, and Aaliyah. And Hold be- on, let me find <laughs> So through the soundtrack, you know, because Aaliyah's, you know, record that she had before she died, there's no, you know, it's such a slim mm-hmm. pickings for getting that on vinyl. It's probably worth so much money. But that yeah. record itself has like four or five Aaliyah songs from her last record. And it has also is essentially is like an Aaliyah soundtrack with like Destiny's Child on there and like DMX and stuff. So it's one of my favorite ones I have. And I got it online for like seven bucks or something. And I'm like, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is probably one of my favorite ones that I cherish just because I'm a really big Aaliyah fan. I, I yeah. absolutely adore her. Yeah. And for the other one, for the prettiest one, I have, I don't, uh, that's hard. I really like the color pink and I'm like, is it a pink one that I, I like? like pink. <laughs> is it a pink one that I like? But I think probably one of the coolest looking ones that I have, um, I have a De La Soul record that's clear and they sort of put, I don't even know how to describe what it is, like the wax in it. It looks like this really cool, like bursting effect on it. And it's clear so you can see the colors sort of stretching in it. And it looks really incredible. So those are those would probably be some of my two favorite ones. I love that. I I like I said, I don't have a record player, player, turntable, anything. But sometimes I'll see on. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Pinterest. Sometimes I'll see on Pinterest like different records, and I'm like, do I buy it? Like I don't have any way to play it. And, really and I think pretty. you should. That's how I got started. I had absolutely no way to play it, but I knew that I wanted to collect eventually. I mean, we're a really big MP3. Mm-hmm you know, society. But if you, if there's something that you do want to do, which like I encourage, I'm like, yes, more people to the dark side. Um, <laughs> but if it's something that you want to do, I say, go ahead and collect and you can always, you know, get a turntable later. And even that in itself is a special event because yeah. you've been saving, you know, holding on to these records and you finally get to play them. So I, I, yes, I think too. Okay. No, yeah, because I've been I've been impulsive buying a lot. I think one of the big things I've been impulse buying recently has just been lingerie. No one is seeing me in it, and I don't care for anybody to see me in it. But if I see a really pretty lace pattern, I'm buying for it. yourself, and that's all it's for. It's for yourself. Exactly. I love it. Well, this was amazing. I honestly love talking to you today. Where can people find you on social uh, media? My Instagram account is my first name. Thankfully, my mom named me such a such a beautiful name that almost no one else has um so it's anywhere on social media it's just my first name Deshauna which is D-E-S-U-A-N-A so just my first name 
Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming to Shada. I loved having this chat and I will be buying more vinyls because of you. You're already starting an obsession. I can Thank you it. so much. I appreciate you so much for having me. Of course. All right. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Does It Hold Up? Brought to you by Textured Air, a brand dedicated to celebrating Black girl culture, past, present, and future. If you like what you heard, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. It really does help. You can find us on social media at Textured Air. That's T-E-X-T-U-R-E-D-H-E-I-R on all platforms. And make sure you check out our other podcast, Where My Girl's At, and The Blacklist, and all of the other content we offer on our website, texturedair.com. Until next time.